So that little, that's an interesting dialogue. And uh, we'll, we'll probably come back to that later on when we come to another case with Yento. But the question you know that Wikon was working with is what is most fundamental, essential, original, abiding, everlasting truth. Yento says it moved. So if you think that everlasting abiding truth is something that you can fix on, that would be the most ordinary desire. That we, that's, a, that's your desire mind. I want to hold, I want to have truth and hold on to it. But if you look at, the, at your life, you see that the truth of your life is that it's changing. So that which is actually what uh, that which is abiding is change. And stillness, uh, we talk about stillness. But in our meditation, Shikantaza, uh, we do a formless, not fixed on anything, Zazen practice. If you're paying attention to the breath, the breath is moving. Even as the breath is moving, thoughts arise in your consciousness. You hear sounds. Sounds themselves are vibration. Sounds themselves are movement, movement of air. It's just a, it's quite phenomenal <laughs> that we can Make, that we are able to make sense of anything at all, right? It's constantly in a state of flux. And so, we have done this amazing thing of making sense out of everything. And uh, that's just uh, really a phenomenal accomplishment. And at the same time, it's a phenomenal accomplishment. It's where we get caught. So, in... Uh, Buddhist uh, understanding of consciousness, the sense awareness, six senses, as we say in the Heart Sutra. You know, eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind, consciousness, six. Is kind of the top layer. And uh, below that, is uh, uh, so that the alaya vijnana, more basic or storehouse consciousness, which includes what we would say today we would call unconscious, we would include unconscious. It uh, includes all the karma seeds that we have in our own uh, organism, psychophysical organism, all the little tendencies that we have acquired, uh, ready to uh, spring up when something reminds us or triggers us. 
But below all that is the great uh, vast uh, Buddha mind or big mind or what we would say when Suzuki Roshi is saying when you become you when you become you you are not just your sense consciousness you're not just your reactions to things that are happening uh, you are not just your karma you are not just uh, what may emerge from all of your uh, so, you know, I think it's very interesting if you think of karma also as including DNA. Right? That what is uh, uh, part of uh, our whole uh, response to our environment and response to what goes on internally is uh, built into our DNA. And you know, we've done all this work isolating the human genome project, right? And uh, discovering that we have so many genes in common with insects. <laughs> so many genes in common with uh, flowering plants. And then there's these whole gaps where we have, where we think, it's rather interesting, where we think, oh, these genes don't do anything. I don't know if you've read about it. Rather interesting, huh? Jump gene. So, we don't really know, actually. <laughs> and what I suspect, you know, Buddhists always talk about uh, conditioned co-origination, that things come up together. Not having just a lineal causa linear causation, but having multifaceted causation. So I think as we pursue this, as we usually do, and we're, we're finding, okay, this gene does this and this gene does that, then but there are certain things that are interactions where we can't isolate the gene because it's, much more, it's a more complex interaction of genes. I suspect that will become clearer over the next few decades as people continue to do that kind of research. Yeah. I was telling Sam, my six-year-old boy, about if you go I try every time I take him to school to tell him what they you know, just at his level. And uh, we go to school and I know I was gonna tell him and never have a plan. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, the uh, flowers uh, are are here because of the bees. Because without and he said, Oh yeah, I know because the bees I know, the bees follow me the flowers. I said, okay. <laughs> And I said, I said, but you know, uh, the bees are here because of the flowers. Yeah, you know, I wrote a book, but bees are here because of the flowers, flowers are here because of bees. I said, isn't that interesting? You know, there wouldn't be any flowers if there weren't bees and insects. And there wouldn't be any bees because they didn't food. And, you know, oftentimes when we do chicken and the egg thing, you want to go, well, was it the flower or was it the bee? Uh -huh. But it's really bees and flowers, you know, that whole, thing going on together in nature. And it's so wonderful that uh, like you're saying, you know, one gene and another gene, you know. Mm -hmm. They're all talking to each other, you know. It's very cool. It's great that Sam understands that so well. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe <in> Sam. <laughs>
so I hope he doesn't forget. Yeah. But if he does, he can say, Master, yes, <laughs> be aware. Of course. Don't be deceived. Um, don't be deceived by fixed views. Don't be deceived by holding on to one-sided idea. So, in this practice, we're cultivating a flexible mind. If you, if you actually can sit zazen and stay with your breath, you're cultivating flexible mind. It's a big relief. Uh, that for that time, you're not just caught in a habitual track. When you do Kenyan, get up and just step with the breath. And actually, any of this uh, mindful practice, being present in the moment, present in this moment, you're not uh, falling into uh, a habit of fixed views. And the more you can do that, the more you feel a kind of uh, peace and a kind of freedom. So, uh, Suikon practice actually may be <laughs> if you're uh, alone and you're a little abode then you can do that. Right? If you have other people around well then it's bothering them. Right? Say, oh you're on some weird trip. Right? <laughs> when we do sashin as we did last weekend, this is actually what people are doing. In silence. Right? Coming back to this moment. This moment. This moment. Just this moment. And just as, the, as you were saying, the bees and the flowers are creating, this moment is creating you. This moment is giving you life. And you are creating the moment simultaneously. You're creating this whole universe. It's yours. If you then uh, try to hold on, oh, I made this universe. <laughs> and then if you grab it, then that prevents you from meeting the next moment. So we do have the wonderful capacity to uh, be aware of the universe that we create and at the same time uh, have an open heart, open mind and receive the experience of the new moment. And usually the way, the way it, uh, we, we tend to uh, uh, need this practice 
sometimes remind ourselves. Be aware. Oh, okay. Where? What was I thinking? Doesn't matter. Just be aware. <laughs> now. Uh, so, um, I'll stop with that. Are there, um, we'll go around the circle as we do and see if you have uh, comments or further uh, uh, questions that come up with this practice and with the story of uh, Suikon. Did it answer your question? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. And they three. Is it okay? Oh, yeah. Please, be comfortable. Yeah. They're wonderful blankets. We can shut some windows. Well, actually, I, I don't mind it. Yeah.
seven. So, you know, the teacher says, you know, be here, and the student says, okay. You know, but that's one wonderful aspect of it, but I think there are profound implications to how do you learn from your own experience, how do, how do you teach yourself, how do you listen to the part that is teaching and discover that, and how do you study from yourself without um, without getting hung up on what you're learning, you know, but how do you do that? So I think that's one interesting aspect of it. Then I think if the phrase has changed, you know, don't deceive, uh, what was it, don't, uh, don't, don't be deceived by don't others. Don't be fooled by others. Don't be deceived by others. If you just change that others a little bit to otherness, I think the meaning becomes much more clear. Don't be deceived by otherness is uh, just the same coin as don't be deceived by selfless. You know, don't get don't get hung up with just thinking uh, uh, you're a separate being, and don't get hung up thinking that otherness is out there, that there are separate beings out there. It's saying the same thing. It's that somehow like these bird, like these uh, flowers and uh, bees or genes or whatever. Everything's dancing together, you know, everything's interacting. So you're, we're all interacting together. We're being, being created together. So I think that, uh, you know, at each moment, so I think it, uh, just don't be fooled by otherness. So when he says, we got you know, wake up, be here, he's saying, don't be caught by being separate on either side of the thing. Talking to the guys hanging out in your head?
Take a chance. says don't uh, spend your days and nights in vain. It's just that, really. 
being willing to meet this vivid moment. So let's do the closing verse and then we'll gather up the cups. May our